Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And we're going to start off today's stories out of Australia, where we saw George Cambosis Jr. go toe-to-toe against Devin Haney with the latter winning. Uh, so Devin Haney, Devin the Dream Haney, remains undefeated, 28-0 with 15 knockouts. And he's now the undisputed lightweight champion of the world. Uh, simply tap dancing around the ring and uh, using his jab effectively and winning a 12-round unanimous decision. Uh, there's been a lot of, shall we say, controversy uh, because I think it was Ryan Garcia who stated uh, it was a boring fight. So I didn't think it was a boring fight. I thought it was uh, a well-fought fight. Uh, and Haney said, it's a dream come true. I was going through it without my dad being here because I knew it was a big moment for us. We both dreamed of this and starting out we said we wanted to be the best. It would have hurt me to accomplish this without him. So thankful that we were able to accomplish this together. Yes, Bill Haney did have trouble with uh, immigration at the outset, but was able to get through uh, immigration for the uh, for the fight indeed. Uh, quick little uh, compliment. I want to thank George Combosis and all of Australia for coming out. Thank you, George, for giving me the shot. All these so-called champions would not give me my shot, but George was a true champion and he gave him my shot. Thank you for this. So there you have gentlemen to the end and uh, we can continue to follow uh, Devin Haney's career. He's been popular here on Talking Fight for quite some time and has been profiled and highlighted by uh, my core at four on Knuckle Up quite often. So as I say, that was a fight out of Melbourne, Australia. It took place this past weekend. If you're a boxing fan, you couldn't have missed it. Uh, but you might have been uh, also interested to hear out in the armory in Minneapolis taking place the night prior, something that we've been reporting on here in the news. Stephen Fulton Jr. taking on Danny Roman. Um, and also, um, let's have a quick look here. Who else was on there? Yes, of course, David Morrell Jr. who wants to go up against David Benavides. So let's see how those fights shaped up. WBC and WBO 122-pound world champion Stephen Bolton Jr. displayed his full complement of skills and made his case as a top pound-for-pound fighter in a dominant unanimous decision win over former unified champion Danny Roman Saturday night in the main event uh, in front of a sold-out crowd at the Armory in Minneapolis. And that was a, a PBC uh, event, by the way. So he's now improved his record to 21-0. and 0 and uh, certainly would be preparing for any one of those uh, number of contenders in that particular division. I just wanted to move quickly along here. It's a full story, by the way, on boxing247.com. Please visit that, that website for, for much more information and quotes. I wanted to move on to the co-main event, which featured, as I've said before, David Morrell Jr., who went toe-to-toe against Calvin Henderson. Uh, David Morrell Jr., he's you know, less than 10 fights as a pro, but anyway, he's now 7-0. Uh, he delivered a, what we call a bruising fourth-round technical knockout over, over Calvin Anderson, who's now 15-2-1, uh, thrilling the fans in his adopted hometown. So David Morrell Jr. won his fight. I'm excited, he said. Thank you for everyone coming out to the Army. I'm so happy, man. I'm happy. I'm so excited. Every time I fight my new hometown in Minnesota, I made this place my home. So competing in his third straight bout at the Armory, Morrell gave his fans what they came out to see, Stepping Anderson early and often putting his opponent on defensive 
Morel showed a dedicated in, in, intention on attacking his opponent's body, racking up a 26-3 edge and body punches landed before mixing up with hooks and uppercuts. Said uh, Henderson, on his loss, we, we knew that uh, he wanted to come out strong like he did, but we wanted to show that his punches weren't doing anything. We were picking off most of those shots. We were trying to wear him out, and the game plan was working. But he landed some shots, and the referee called it. So there you have it. Um, and again, after the fight, Morel declared his intentions to face the best at 168 pounds. Those include, may I quote him, it's David Benavita, it's Caleb Plant, it's Anthony Durrell, it's whoever wants to get in the ring with me, said Morel. I'm ready for any of them. Speaking of getting ready, a fight that we're looking forward to, uh, Naya Inui versus Nonito Donaire, number two, Kamacha from the Super Arena in Satama, Japan. They've had their way in. This fight's going on, uh, leaves tomorrow night, June 7th. Nonito Donaire says he is fired up after making weight ahead of his eagle awaited rematch against Nayoa Inui. The 39 year old tipped the scales 117.8 pounds in Yokohama earlier today, as June 6th, to comfortably come inside the bantamweight limit. While Inui weighed in at 118 pounds. Donaire and his Japanese rival clash at the Super Arena with the WBC, WBA, and IBF world titles on the line in a fight the whole of boxing world will be watching. For sure, this is going to be a great fight. So, have a quick little look and see what we see. Donaire says, I feel good. I feel great. It's going to be an amazing night, and you can look forward to seeing the best of me. I'm very fired up. It's going to be a very exciting fight. This is a rematch of the 2019 Fight of the Year, uh, an event which promoted by Ohashi Promotion and Taiken Promotions in association with ProBellum. Uh, the first fight is due to start 4.50 local time. Donaire uh, versus Inui scheduled for 9 p.m. Uh, local time, about five hours after the first fight in the undercard. So Donaire rebounded from the first fight with Inui to claim the WBC bantamweight title and set up a second showdown, which promised to be more explosive than their classic encounter nearly three years ago. The future Hall of Fame inductee is, in confident, is confident of gaining revenge over the fighter known as Monster, and Donaire wants to set up an undisputed clash between WBO champion Paul Butler. So there you go. There's some news out of Japan for you. We do look forward to the results. That fight's going to take place. Uh, I don't know what the time zone is. Time. They're 12 hours ahead of us. So uh, potentially later today, our time, I'm going at it. So we might see the results actually tomorrow. Anyway. I look forward to seeing those results. And maybe if it's available on our television sets here on TV and or, uh, of course, good old YouTube. Right. Speaking of upcoming fights, here we go. Here's a good one coming up here. Taking place at the Turning Stone Resort Casino in Verona, New York. That's New York State, not New York City. On June 10th, uh, undefeated Dominican heavyweight prospect George Arias will face unbeaten Alante Green in an eight-round heavyweight co-feature uh, on the Showbox, The New Generation, on Friday, June 10th, as I said, taking place in Verona, New York. This is a three-fight telecast, and it kicks off at the International Boxing Hall of Fame induction weekend in nearby Conestoga, uh, New York. Uh, Arias, by the way, is 17-0 and with seven knockouts, will now take on his seventh undefeated opponent after the New York resident upset previously unbeaten Cassius Cheney in December 2021. Uh, in the previously announced main event, uh, it'll consist of two-time Olympian and 2020 gold medalist from Uzbekistan, 
Bakhudir Big Ushbek Jalalov. He's 10 0, 10 knockouts, facing rising prospect Big Jack Maliwai. He's 11 2 1 from Belgium, an eight round heavyweight bout, making his first time as an Olympic heavyweight gold medalist uh, to appear on that showbox, showbox format. But in the telecast opener, six time Tennessee Golden Gloves champion Tyler Shortfuse Tomlin, <laughs> great nickname, Shortfuse. 13-0, nine knockouts, squares off against Chan Thompson. He's 10-0 with seven knockouts, an eight-round lightweight bout, a scheduled four, fourth uh, fight between uh, Ukrainian national champ Igor Plevko versus uh, Sugar Hill Stewart-trained Koben Christensen, uh, who's 12-0, by the way, was removed from the June 10th card after Plevko, who is Ukrainian, lost a close friend during uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine, and he backed out. Anyway, this event is promoted by Debell Entertainment. It's going to be a good, uh, good battle. Those three fights are going to be uh, uh, they're well-respected fighters, and I'm looking forward to seeing those results. Uh, Debella, uh, Lou Debella is promoting, and he's also a 2020 Hall of Fame inductee, by the way. Uh, quick, little, quick, quick little quote here. Hall of Famer Barry Thompson calls the action from ringside, and former world champion Rob Marquez and veteran combat sports reporter Brian Campbell serving as expert analysts. Hall of Famer Steve Farnwood will uh, perform unofficial scoring duties, while Hall of Famer Al Bernstein will serve as a ringside reporter. Good stuff coming out of you, uh, coming out of uh, Verona, New York. Here we go. Across the pond to the OVO Arena, Wembley, June 11. Richard Rector versus Fabio Turchi. Said it before, I'll say it again. Full steam ahead for the midnight train. Richard Rector. As he returns to action at the OVO Arena, Wembley, this Saturday, June 11th, live and exclusive on Sky Sports to take on Italy's Fabio Turchi in an eliminator battle, which will see the winner move up to the cruiserweight rankings and in a prime position to challenge reigning champion Maris Bradis later this year. I hope I pronounced that right, Bradis. With Rick Poor, 14-0 with 10 knockouts, coming off a stunning knockout victory over Dion Juma in March. And former IBF International Cruiserweight Champion Turchi, 20 and 1, having a 66% stoppage rate in his victories. This fight matches two proven finishers and promises action from the very start as both men look to score the knockout, which will move them on to world championship opportunities. Yes, for sure it will. Bermondsey's former WBO Global Welterweight Champion, Chris Congo, 13 1 0 with seven knockouts, has a route back into world title contention if he defeats the tough German contender, Sebastian Formella. 23 and 2 with 11 knockouts in showdown. Finally, we have a quick little report here out of, uh, uh, excuse me, out of uh, Belfast. Irish star Michael Mick Conlon's primed to make another charge at featherweight world class title, less than five months removed from his valiant effort against WBA champion Lee Wood. It's the time for Conlon's summer homecoming. Conlon will battle Colombian puncher Miguel Marrera in a 10-round main event Saturday, August 6th at the SSE Arena as part of Belfast's annual Feye and Probile Festival. Well, get me someone Irish to pronounce that, please. The Conlon Marega will end undercard bouts, will stream live and exclusively in the U.S. on ESPN+. Um, promoted by Top Rank and Conlon Boxing, tickets are now on sale and can be purchased on Ticketmaster. Yeah, going over to Belfast and have a look. 
says uh, top ranked chairman Bob Aram, there is no place like home, and we are thrilled that Mick will get another chance to perform in front of the tremendous Belfast fans. With a win over a solid opponent like Mariega, he'll once again be contending for featherweight world title in short order. I'm very excited to be back fighting in my beloved Belfast, Conlon said. Miguel is a great fighter, and together we'll give the fans a memorable night at the SSC Arena. This bout will give me a straight back into the mix with world titles, and I'm relishing that task at hand. Right, thank you very much for joining me on Talk and Fight. Appreciate your attention. Remember to like, share, subscribe, please, and hit that notification bell. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow on Boxing News Today. Uh, and please feel free to join me. Uh, knuckle up at four uh, with Mike Orr and Cedric Banner. Thank you, and we'll see you then.